You're listening to SBS News. Superannuation and tax cuts can be topics that are difficult to sustain interest in among voters and policymakers, but it was top issue among federal MPs returning for the first session of Parliament in March. Last week, the federal government announced its plan to cap the size of tax concessions for the wealthy. From 2025, the concessional tax rate will double from 15 to 30 percent for super balances above $3 million. That is likely to impact about 80,000 Australians at this stage. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the superannuation tax arrangements for high-income earners is costing the budget around $50 billion a year, and that can't continue. The problem is the policy change is not one the Labor Party took to the federal election. Independent Senator Jackie Lambie says the content of the policy is sound and she supports the changes. These super changes, these are a great idea in the economic um, environment that we're in and honestly with people that have got more than $3 million in their super, good luck to them, but seriously they've obviously got money. So, um, you know, and that's, that. we're only talking about after $3 million, so even if they've got an extra couple of hundred thousand on that, that's the only thing that gets hit. Independent Senator for the ACT David Pocock says there's a growing frustration among Australians who are being asked to make tough budget decisions. He says the federal government is not having those discussions. As we've seen, the way that this modest change to put people who have millions of dollars in in super onto... 30% is still concessional. It's blown up into this huge political fight. The fight played out in the chamber during question time. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has vowed to repeal the changes if he wins the next election. Can the Prime Minister confirm that during the election campaign he solemnly declared, and I quote, we have no intention to make any super changes. Given Labor is now increasing taxes on superannuation, will the Prime Minister apologise for this statement? Why has the Prime Minister misled the Australian people? Isn't this yet another broken promise from this tricky Prime Minister. The Prime Minister can take some comfort with the latest news poll survey indicating voters from both sides of politics support the changes. Anthony Albanese says the right balance has been struck with the policy. We are making a very oh, modest change that will Hume. impact one half, of 1%, one half of 1%. Member for 17 Bowman. of those people have over $100 million in their account. One has over $400 million. So I do do note that a majority of Australians, including a majority of Liberal voters, say that they agree with this change. The latest published news poll survey of more than 1,500 people has shown two-thirds of voters support the changes. 64% are in favour, some 29% are against and a minority are undecided. Of Labor supporters, 80% approve and a majority of coalition voters also support it. For the Teal Independents, a more mixed response. Independent MP Sophie Scamp says most people in her electorate of McKellar in New South Wales back the changes. Those superannuation changes, we heard about those in the uh, media at the same time that you did. So it does take time to get a position on those things. Uh, I find that most people in my, like you said, two-thirds of people in my electorate are supportive of those changes. 
Meanwhile, independent MP Allegra Spender says there's a similar sentiment in her community of Wentworth. There's actually significant support for this, even from people who are personally affected um, by it, but we want to make sure that it is done right. And, you know, I still think that we need to find a way to have a good economic debate about longer-term reforms that we're failing to do right now. And so that's what I, you know, want... As I think that's the opportunity of the crossbench, is actually pushing some of these longer-term reforms that, you know, political processes have mean that you can't even can't have the conversation anymore between the major parties. But some, like independent MP Zali Stegel, are questioning if the changes are detracting from a lack of fiscal policy to address cost of living pressures. The question that is coming back to me is what else does does the government have their sights on? Because this seems fairly um, (laughs) targeted. Uh, So I I would question that... And I must say one of the things that has come back in feedback is the dislike of positioning this as a class warfare, which maybe is not an unusual position for a Labor Prime Minister to want to take, um, but it is disappointing. While the Prime Minister is insisting 99.5% of people will be unaffected, new Treasury modelling shows in 30 years' time, 10% of people will meet the $3 million threshold. Those opposite see the most vulnerable people in our community and introduce the robo-debt scheme. And this is what they had to say. We'll find you, we'll track you down and you will have to repay those debts and you may end up in prison. That said it all about those opposite and their attitude towards this. We're a government for all Australians that have been reduced for a government of one half of one per cent. Meanwhile, outside Parliament House, hundreds of people staged a rally for refugees and asylum seekers. Participants called for more action after the federal government's decision to grant permanent visas to those on two types of temporary protection visas. Loria, who was on a bridging visa, says she is among 12,000 refugees and asylum seekers who remain in limbo. Currently, I'm holding a bridging visa E, which doesn't allow me to study. I can only work on it. So I pay taxes here in Australia and I'm not covered in any ways. If I broke my legs today, I won't be able to claim anything. I'm not protected in any way, which is not fair. So what is the whole point of paying taxes when I'm not protected in any way? I have to get every six months to renew my visa. Every six months I have to renew my Medicare card. And it's just a lot of unnecessary work that we have to do. And we are good citizens. We would like to be good citizens of this land. We are working really hard. I have two kids and I've worked all my pregnancies through until the day I should give birth. So we're not asking for handouts. All we want is the opportunity to build our lives here and to be part of this community. Hannah Kwon, SBS News.